Well, I'm going to see if this change. I changed the uh, network I was on, the Wi-Fi network I was on. We have two. We have a 5G one and a regular one. Mm -hmm. I switched to the regular one earlier because the 5G was acting goofy. I think I think that's what it is. I had that same thing. I forgot where I was at, but they gave me two options. The 5G mm -hmm. always gave me issues. When I used the 2.4, I think it was, that one mm -hmm. worked per perfectly fine. Yeah, that so that's what I switched it just now to see if maybe that will uh, help with the uh, wonkiness of the wonkies today. I would hope so. Because I'm pushing through with this. Oh, so what I was going to say, because I wasn't quite sure if I was heard or, and I know I didn't hear you. Um, no, so I was, I didn't notice on the, on the chat that you had stated um, that you had noticed that she was calling me, right? So, but in my brain, when I saw that she was calling me, I was like, that's because she knows. <laughs> She's calling me because she knows that I'm telling you <laughs> that I need to talk to you. <laughs> What now? Oh. Don't even do it. Don't even do it. Don't, don't. Hold on just a second. P-E-A-C-E. Ah. -E. Yeah. My daughter was being such a brat today. Which kind of piece? So she's four, so that's totally oh, no. right. I mean, P-E-I-C-E. -E. Now go. I just Remember the rules. I just put E except after C. Come on, go. I wasn't what? ready. P-I-E-C-E, -E, Austin. Peace, right? Yeah, I think so. No, Sorry. it's P-E-A-C-E. -E. No, he wanted the, like a piece of. Oh, I'm like, I'm like ma'am. I did, but you know what? I said, I said the same thing. He goes, mom, how do you spell piece? I was like, P-E-A-C-E. -E. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. What's, what type of piece are you speaking of? Because <laughs> I, instantly, I instantly went to, you know, like piece, but he meant like a piece of something. So I had to, I had to, I had to bring myself back in because I was like, I mean, instantly I said P-E-A-C-E. Like that's the only piece in the world. Oh mm, mm. so, yeah, but this is funny. Oh, oh mm. but I said, <laughs> but I was I was laughing so hard because I said this little girl, I said she does not realize what she has on her hands. I said this little girl knew that I was dead serious. That you like she was like she needs to hear what my mommy has to say. I want to hear her? So I'm gonna call her. <laughs> She really sat there because I assumed in her mind she saw me sending voice notes to us, right? And mm -hmm. so she, in her mind, knew that I was you were going to hear it because I'm sending it to you. Yeah. So she went with her little tr trigger fingers, found your name, and I heard the thing ringing. I said, who are you calling? She's like, Tamika. <laughs> oh, okay. And that's when... I, I went in the chat and I'm like, she got a lot of nerve. She has a lot of nerve. She's over here calling Tamika via Google Duo. Because <laughs> you were sending a voice note to Richard? Uh, to both of you. Oh, I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't. Huh? I was informing. I was like, she's calling uh, Tamika. Oh. Doing, and I kind of felt like you were driving or something. I was like, she's not going to pick up right now. Oh, but no, I, I didn't pick up. I had to tell her to hang up because um, she would sit there and let it ring and ring and ring and ring. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, she called twice. Mm -hmm. Oh, she and spoke. Like, Never mind. That's not a conversation for right now. Um, but, yeah, but, but it was interesting. No, she called because she called twice. 
and I did I missed the calls because I was actually um getting the boys like lunch dinner like there's their 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 liner as it often calls it their liner <laughs> mm. um together because they haven't really I mean they they got up this morning and snacked on stuff but they didn't really like eat they're like they're they're milking this whole like I you know we don't have to go to school type thing mm, they're milking I bet. I will too. I'm not gonna lie. I used to hate going. To oh, school. don't trust me. I'm kind of. I have to be honest. I'm kind of milking it too because I'm like, I don't have to wake up. You mean wait? What? Yeah, okay. right. I'm sleeping. Like I look. I look up and my phone's been ringing and everything's going up. I'm like, it's 11 30, 12 30, 1 30. I'm like, oh, but I don't have. I'm not guilty. I'll go guilty about nothing. I went to the store and got them everything that they can possibly need. That they all they do is go pick it up and eat it. They don't have to use a stove. They don't have to use a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to do. They need no mommy help whatsoever, unless they really just want it. But they don't need it. And if they, whatever they do want help with, they can just bring it to me, and I can lay right where I'm at and do what I need to do. And they can go mm. right about their business. <laughs> I said, so I'm milking it too. I'm like, I am not pleased. And you know what's crazy? The house has stayed pretty much decent these past couple of days, whereas normally okay. it's in like it's like a mess. And I'm like, what is the difference? Couldn't tell you. I still don't know what the difference is, but if they've been, well, I know. No, actually, I mean, I'm lying. Differences. They are no longer allowed to have food in their room. They used. To, I used to let them because I used to think mm. that was. Most, I used to let them. I used to think that was like so unfair when I was growing up. And we're not allowed to have food in our room. That's so unfair. I now I see two until I had my own apartment. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Now I see why now. Like I, I now see why. <laughs> You it's sometimes not. get carried away. The thing is, like, it becomes comfortable because you get uh-huh. to be on your bed and do everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put this there. I'll take it there tomorrow. I'll yeah. take it there. And then that shit's there. No. And, it and then in with your critters mind. and everything, like, it's more, it's inviting them in. So I was like, yeah. uh, I'm well, not very anal also- about that now. I'm like, Adele, nothing goes in the room. Nothing. Yeah, and now, it's like, it's mean- fine, but not nothing else. Yeah, exactly. Like, but and then what happens is you you start off with the whole the minute when I get up to go do something else, I'll just take it out. Right, and, and never you happens. never take it with you when you walk out the door. And you just you always end up bringing something else in. And I and to have two, two of them who don't want to do a nothing, a not a nothing, not a nothing, nothing, <laughs> like literally nothing. a whole lot of nothing. Okay, exactly. They um they uh it, it's too much and. I got to the point where I told them I cleaned their whole, I cleaned because I refused, I didn't want to do it, but I had to, I had, one of my things I had to t- make a choice. I can either keep holding fast to the fact that they have to learn. I'm not going to do it for them. They're, I have, I can hold out. I can wait them out. They're not going to win this one. And you know, like this whole thing, or I had to like say, you know what, screw it. I'm cleaning their room, but now I'm going to take this away, this way, this way, and this way, since they can't seem to understand or appreciate the fact that they get to have this, this, that, and the other. They won't do the things to keep it that way. So I had to clean their room. I cleaned it top to bottom. I mean, cleaned it, and it was this. It was, but anyway, the boys. I can imagine. Good. I can imagine. And I cleaned it. I cleaned their room, and they t- they can't have nothing in there. Not a cup. Not water. Not, mm. They want to drink water. They got to stand in the kitchen and drink it, or mm. go sit. At the you know what I mean? Like, cause you until you can learn to until I stuff from the table, like you're supposed to then maybe I'll remember that you can possibly have a cup of water in your room. Every now and then you may be able to go in your room and relax with the popcorn or some chips. Or something. But they can't take, they can't even take snack in their room. Yep. Nothing. 
Same here. Which Adele tries to take her little crackers in there and I stop her right along the tracks. I'm like, take that back out of here. No. But it's just no. You you can eat it right out that out outside in the foyer. You'll be fine. Or go into the kitchen or go into the living room. Actually, even the living room, I don't want her to take stuff in. Because you already know yeah. she already messed up my couch twice. Yeah. I mean I I that part because see I, I have to admit, like when I, like I said, when I was growing up, that was the thing I hated the most. Like, I can understand my dinner. I couldn't take in my room, my breakfast, you know, like a meal. But like when it was just a snack, I used to, it used to bug the crap out of me because like, I don't want to sit here and pay and watch whatever my dad was watching on TV or, or hear whatever my mom, you know, my brother was doing or what I like, I was doing my own thing, but I'm hungry too. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want <laughs> to, like I, had to make a zone. I got it. Yeah. You know, so I wanted to be, you know, be in my own little world or whatever. So it used to be, but now I'm understanding why. Actually, I can't even say I'm understanding why my mom said no, because it's my mom who always said no. I don't understand. I still don't understand why she said no. I'm just going to be honest. I still don't understand. I feel like her, hers was just to be a butthead, but you know, that was just, mm. that's just me. But I understand. Well, maybe that's concept. what she went through. So she's just doing the same thing. Well, I think, I think more so, I think it's more so the fact that she, hers was, I think, more so just out of control, just to say, no, you can't. You know what I mean? But, me, I'm understanding why it would be said to not have stuff in your room, especially if you don't learn to clean up the right. stuff that you don't have in your room. Like I understand it. I, I mean, like I said, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still a work in progress because you see, I'm still wanting to blame my mom for just being nasty. So, <laughs> I mean, I do the same thing, but I, you live with you, your, your, your situation is different because you, you share yeah. the same space with her. Well, yeah, I mean, because like when she. But like I said, when I was growing up, we couldn't ha- we couldn't take nothing in our- nothing in our room. I mean, even down to like if I had some chips from school, like in a bag or baggie or something, like I had to sneak that. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, no, I get it. Like yeah. after living on my own, realizing that critters can get anywhere and all these things, I absolutely stand by that. Like, I will freak the fuck out if I see anything that has anything to do with any type of food or snack in the room. Mm -hmm. I'm freaking out. Because my brain goes into, yo, this attracts mice, this attracts roaches, this attracts insects, like especially now that it's about to start getting warm, and I'll I'll, of course I'll have ices and and ice cream available for Adele, and I can just picture her leaving (laughs) You got a stick of ice. You got like a popsicle stick underneath the bed. (laughs) Listen, listen. And then the thing is, remember, my last apartment was very small. And I told you when it started getting, when it started getting warm, I would have massive amounts of flies getting in the, in the house. Um, The ants to the point that, okay, I don't even, this is how serious it was, Tamika. My first year there, Ants used to, in colonies, used to just surround the entire house. I never slept with my bed on the wall because they would be on the walls. I would wake up every morning and I'll shake everything. Like, listen to the trauma that Adele had to experience. And so do I, because I'm terrified of them too. Like, I'm not scared that they're going to do anything, but it's more of like a disgust thing for me. Um, Yeah, it was was something that was just always, it was something that was always plaguing you. In an yes. invasive manner, so yes. I understand. And then, so I had I had ordered her this little like princess 
chair slash desk is all in one. Of course, I had to order it and build it myself. And it come, yeah. it came with like a little shelf like under the seat that you can put stuff. Uh-huh. Um, Tamika, one night, I think we were going to bed. It was like probably 8, 8.30. I had turned off the lights and we we're all going to bed, whatever. I go put her to bed and my, my habit became putting her to bed and being up by like 10, 30, 11 o'clock because that's my time now. It was my time yeah. to do Yanny and Adele was asleep. Tamika, yeah. I came out of my room, turned on the living room light and I saw like 10 colonies of army, of armies, of ants on her little desk because she left her little ice cream plate there. Yeah, and it only took about a second. What? Seconds? I was in that room for like two hours. Oh, I thought you meant you were just like literally only in the room for a second and then... No, I came out and that, like to the point that I was shaking, I'm still shaking thinking about it, and I had to throw it out the next day. Even though I clean it and I put the the non-toxic chemical, quote-unquote, all over yeah. it, and I cleaned it, that imagery is in my head. I said, I can't allow my daughter to sit there. Even though I sat there and, and wiped it with Clorox wipes and everything, I can't. Yeah, I just in your in your brain, you just saw it covered in ants. Yeah, I had to eat that same summer. I had ordered a pantry because my my apartment was very small and it was a kitchen and living room all together, so I didn't have much like counter or cabinet space. Yeah. So, so I ordered a pantry that I mm. built, a white pantry, simple white pantry with shelves mm. and, and, uh, and doors. Tamika, mm. I would wake up in the middle of the fucking night or just, I think it was in the morning one day, I opened the shit, you just see ants all over. Yeah, that bugged I me. couldn't. I literally had to take everything out. I asked my landlord, can I get rid of it? How can I get rid of it? I just bought it less than a month ago. He was like, hey, just take it through the back door and we'll take, we'll take care of it for you. I had <laughs> just bought that. It wasn't even there for a month. For me, I'm telling you, it's like trauma on top of trauma when it came to that, that apartment. That's why I'm yeah. so great. The, the whole point of me saying that is just like, that's how serious I am about food being left yeah being in your space yeah i get i get especially in the bedroom you know it's funny though because it's so it'd be crazy we don't have we don't have food nowhere like we would have food no when i say nowhere i would have food nowhere the places where you think the ants should be Mm -hmm. out here for some odd reason they never were they were always in the bathroom and i hated that that's what i hated Mm. they were always in the bathroom they weren't on anything they weren't in the toothpaste they weren't in the they were just always in the fucking shower and it used to mm. hurt my nerves. Yeah, because they like, like moist. They yeah, because like it's stuff. you know because it's, it's hot outside, and out here you know it's 110 degrees, 120 degrees, and you got the you know the shower and it's all cool and you know that's their water source. I'm thinking I was at one point it was, it was like I was yelling like I'd rather you be in the kitchen. I would rather you be mm. in my cereal right now. Like, <laughs> oh God, don't say that. Mm-mm. But you know what I'm saying? Like it was just it was that it was at that point where I was just like. Why are you in my, like, why I can't sit here. Why is it I'm sitting here trying to go to the bathroom and I got something crawling on my back or crawling on my, cause you don't oh. fall off the floor or you fell off the whatever. It was just a, I hated that, but it was always in the bathroom or I can't take a because you're going to crawl all over me in my bed or I'm going to see you swimming in my water. This yeah, is my bath. Adele would, Adele you would know? catch severe panic attacks 
when yeah. I would bathe her just because uh-huh. she would see like her hair. She has coily hair. So she'd see she her hair thinking it was an ant. Yeah. She would stand there and scream and shake. And you, if you were an outside passerby or you passerby or whatever, you would yeah. think that that child is getting beat to death. Yeah, they thought somebody thought you were killing her. <laughs> and it was all because it, of her uh, hair. Listen, she thought it was an ant. Yes. And even now to this day, like she hasn't been as bad. But like earlier when I was bathing her, my hair was there because I'm shedding like a freaking dog still. And mm-hmm. my hair was there, and she got up with the quickness. Mommy, what is that? And I said, that's my hair, Adele. That's that's mine. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, yo, things like that, that shit is... I, I spoke to her doctor about it when I have seen her after that, and she's like, oh, I don't think that she's um traumatized, but I can always refer you to a psychologist if you think that that's... And then I, I at first I said yes, and then I was like, I want to slow down with the therapies for now because you know one thing leads to another and with my particular situation I don't feel that her seeing a psychiatrist right now is the best choice I, I was I was getting ready I was getting ready to say that like for, <laughs> I'm, I, I mean I understand I understand there's a need for people some people to need um conversation or need to speak with someone outside of self or family members when they mm-hmm. come to things that bother them but at the same time I think people are so quick to holler mental health when it's not really right. mental health right you know what I mean like it's it's some things some things are just what it is it's life and it's gotten to the point where people can't handle life in general you know what I like think just, it is that people don't that's exactly you just said it people haven't learned how to deal with certain things, certain emotions, certain... Because they don't have to. Everybody hollers, take them to a psychiatrist, give them some medicine. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm totally against. That whole medicine thing is like, yo, stop. Just stop trying to put me into your little fucking scheme of things of how you think this world is going to work. Don't, don't just make me a stereotype. Don't use me as money, as leverage, as, as, as a body that is taking all these things because you're recommending it just to keep it a cycle, a never ending cycle of like patient, pharmacy, doctor, hospital, patient, pharmacy. And you keep that going. Like, no, a lot of the shit that's wrong in this fucking world has to do with us and not being able to work through our feelings, work through our emotions, feel the things that we need to feel. Yeah, well, like that's why I said I feel like that's why I was saying. Um, well, here's just my opinion about how things work is that like, okay, so I grew up in the era. Not saying it was the, like everybody. Okay, let me start. Let me let me let me formulate my thought real quick so I don't sound I like I'm to make some cucumbers. I hope you don't mind. I hope the listeners don't mind either because I, I, I told you I just ate my whole plateful. Shit is about to get real. I feel <laughs> myself like. So we have. We have this, when I grew up, um, it was, of course, gr- granted different than how my mom and dad grew up. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think in my generation, because I'm 44, I was born in, um, I feel, I kind of feel like my age bracket still had, they had that innovative new way of 
of trying to move on, like move along with the times and the and the new like freedom of doing certain things. But at the same time, and especially I think for um, uh, the melanated community, meaning mm. black, brown, and you know, mel- you know, the, those that have more melanin in their skin than others. Mm-hmm. Um, for that community, people I believe, of color. Yeah, I believe that they were they still stayed within the traditions of raising or or beliefs of ancestors and family, the things that they were raised with, but yet they were still trying to move, they allowed some things to move into the new way of the, the world. You know, it wasn't so, it wasn't so the same, like, you know, you can't wear, you know, gotta wear pants. I mean, girls gotta wear dresses, boys, girls can't wear red lipstick and nail polish, all that, that those ones, some, I'm just using some of the things I've heard growing up. We weren't, it wasn't that strict. But at the same time, it was still like the aspect of you try your hardest. You don't just let anybody just you don't just let anybody say you're not owed anything. You have mm. to work for what you want. You don't just get to just because you are you. You know what I'm saying? Believe in yourself, but you don't take that belief in yourself and impose upon it to someone else to make them feel less than what they are. All that stuff was not taught to me. You know what I mean? Like, like but I was Know that was, you're powerful and capable, exactly. but be humble. What? Hold on, hold on, just a second. I told you do not bother me at the moment because I'm busy. I told you that. What noodles, Austin? Why are you eating again? Why are you eating again? I'm ugly. What? Go away. I told you put it in the microwave. What new? What ramen noodles? You don't put the noodles in the bag in the microwave. What? No, not the one in the bag. The cup one. You don't put it in the microwave. You have to put the water in the microwave and then put the water in the cup. So can I just pour the water? No, go ahead and put it in the microwave for three and a half minutes. But be careful because the cup will be soft when you go take it out. No, I'm just No, you won't pour the water out because you're going to pour out all the flavor. So do what I just said. Thank you. Sorry. No, you're fine. I apologize. I said three and a half. Couple noodles? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to be addicted to those things, yeah. But it's like, this is what I'm telling you. Like, I just, the I'm gonna like, try to to figure out how to edit stuff, so that won't have to be in a podcast. Uh, I tried to figure that that out the other day, and I was like, yeah. Anyway, I'm just gonna let it be. <laughs> Sometimes it be like that. <laughs> I'm like, if they have a problem with it, then they don't. They, then they don't want to follow me because listening to me, you're gonna listen to me. Be me. I'm not trying to right. be perfection. Right. I don't want to be perfection. I'm not trying to be a. I don't want to be a clinic. I don't want to be a TV show. I want to be real, and you'll know I'm real because I'm not leaving anything out. It's not I like she that. don't really feel like that. That's not how she really is. No, no that's I mean, really that's how, how I, I am. That's how that when I made this podcast, that's exactly what I said. I said, no matter what happens, no matter what transpires, no matter. Uh, how many listeners, if it's one or 500 quadrillion thousand, you're going <laughs> to always be you. You're not going to hide you. And that's why this is going to be your shit because you're going to always be you. Transparent. Yep. Fuck. That's why That's why for me, it's hard because I understand. Like I could talk for hours and I have to tell myself, stop talking. <laughs> you know that I'm not much of a talk talker unless I find people that I actually want to talk to, and that's not many people. <laughs> that's like you and yeah. two other people, including Richard. So, yeah. and that's it. and then me for me, I can just start talking because I end up. I what I end up doing is talking to myself out loud. 
And that's why I have a hard time doing the podcast myself. And that's why I, I, say I need that. other people. Because it's not because I need other people because I'm not confident within myself. It's because what happens is, you guys know how I talk. I start talking out my ideas out loud. Like, whatever comes to me, I'll start saying that too, which may be something to say, but I haven't formulated it within a, a concept yet. So it just starts coming out. Like, I literally am just talking out loud because I just start talking. And then that's why I need other people because it, it, it stops me from going on that tangent. You know what I mean? Like other people really back into the conscious world <laughs> to get out my head. But yeah, so I forgot what I was talking about, but yeah. Oh, well, so anyways, I was, what I was saying is so I was, you know, I was, we were, that's how I was still raised. But at the same time, you know, it was being able to kind of sort of on the inside of the family, embrace the spirituality aspect of things that was coming back around, even though mm. other people still had that little, crazy type thing, but I was right. able to explore it and understand it. And, and I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily, it was easier to like, like it was easier to move. It was accepted a little more. Like my parents, my parents, at least for me, and I think a lot of other people in that age, they, what they did was not tell you, you were, you know, going to hell and you were going to, you know, you're not doing a gut. Like they didn't do that. They also, but they may not have like encouraged it, but at the same time, they didn't like tell you you were wrong or there's something wrong with you for believing in or, you know, doing it. So that was what happened, I think, with our generation. Now, what has taken place with this newer generation that has come along <laughs> is that they are like, my parents filled me with trauma because I didn't like the way I was treated. You know what I mean? Like our generation having, because I have younger kids. So me, I have friends, my, like their kids are grown. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're all in, in college and, and they're, they're, they're the ones that are hollering the whole, like my traumas and my this, that, and the other, right? The, the generation right. That, 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 that most of my, that most people my age have kids in. I have kids in, my kids are, the, are in like, you know, more so on your, your generation of people. You know what I mean? Which have come back around to being something else. But anyway, what I'm trying to say, <laughs> God, what I'm trying to say is that like the people who are complaining about how their parents raised them because they feel that they've been um, treated unfairly or things have been hard on them because somewhere along the line, it's become not acceptable to have to compete. It's become not accept acceptable to have to try your best and you should just be accepted just because you exist within a, a, within a situation. Um, whereas like, for instance, kids, when I was going, when I had birthday parties, when I was going to school, you got invited or you didn't, you get what I'm saying? Like you, you, you got your kid, your friend, if you had friends, they said they handed out invitations to those they wanted to come. Right. They make you, if you're going to hand out invitations to a birthday party and the only way you can do so is at school nine times out of 10, cause you don't know everybody. Like you can't go to everybody's house or you don't get everybody's address. You can't expect to get every kid's address because you, how are you going to get every parent's number in the first place? You get what I'm saying? I got it. They, you can only invite the, you can only send invitations if you invite the whole class. Huh? Why? Who said? Cause it's unfair to the kid. Okay. But that kid needs to grow some fucking balls and understand that not everybody likes them. Or maybe that kid needs to understand that maybe the reason why that person does not like them and they're not getting invited is because that kid is treating that person within an aspect that does not go along with what that person wants. 
Mm. You don't just have to have to invite somebody just because because we say that's unfair. Oh, it was like that's unfair. My kid, maybe you should look at your kid. What is your kid doing for why kids don't want to play with them? What is your kid doing for why kids don't want to? Do you get what I'm saying? But no, it's that instead of that, it's everybody like everybody has to be invited. You can't out a talent show. Come try out for the talent show. I'm thinking my kids really have to try out because that's what we had to do. Really try out. If you weren't if you weren't good enough, they said sorry. Next time, try harder next time. Now it's like, no, it's not try out. It's just come and show us what you're going to do. But everybody gets to do it, even if it sucks. Mm. Even if you're not good. Even if, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, but kids are, there are kids who are not good at something they're trying. And instead of people trying to constantly tell people, oh, you're great at everything. No, there's some things that you're just, you, you may be good at it, but you're not putting your best or your best foot forward into it. You want me to just accept it how it is. Why don't you work on it and 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 perfect it, or or at least give it some kind of um, um, care or 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 attention? But if I'm like, oh yeah, I can sing, and yeah, I can hold a note, I can hold one or two notes. God damn it! Here they go again. Sorry, excuse my language. Here comes this damn spider. I'm talking, and here comes the spider. Come running out from behind. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Swear to goodness, just happened just now. I haven't seen one in two days. I haven't talked to at all, right? And I hadn't seen one at all, but right now, just saw one. Swear to God. It came running up from, and the same, came running from the same exact place that the other one did. Out oh of my, my whole room. That's just crazy. That is crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Like, what's wrong? You get, you're getting too cocky, man. <laughs> Look, I keep saying you're getting cocky. You keep running. <laughs> you keep exposing yourself. <laughs> yeah, seriously, because it's like it don't make no sense. <laughs> it really doesn't make any sense. And when I say coming from from the same exact, I, I swear to God, the same exact location, and did the exact same thing. Hid right, hid right behind the damn lampshade, like as if though I didn't see it. Did you? I'm sorry. I just, had, I just had to say that because this is crazy. I, I said I'm tripping because I haven't. For, we haven't had any phone conversations in the past couple of days, right? Yep. Haven't seen one at all. Not. I mean, I've been looking. I've been looking. I've been paying attention. I've been looking in the. I sit the same exact way. I sit the same exact way every time. I just squirted it with the raid. <laughs> that shit don't do nothing to it. Oh yeah, I got this. I got the industrial outside raid. <laughs> um, it's not raid like just the inside raid. It's the, it's the like um, fuck me if you want to raid. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you ever look up the meaning behind that? No, because I, I I didn't look it up for two reasons. One, I don't care because I don't like them no way. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, they, they, well, I don't. You can't tell me. They, they're not gonna you can't convince me oh it's a good thing if somebody tried to convince me it was a good thing i don't give a damn i don't like them i don't care i do you're not going to convince me to befriend um these eight-legged creatures they get on my i know you're not, <laughs> not gonna, sorry i'm holding i'm holding to that one holding steadily to that one you, you are not going to convince me and the thing that baffles me about them is that we've been here for as long as we've been here and i have um I have cleaned my room. I have uncleaned my room. I've let my room not be clean. I have have stuff all over the place. I've had stuff not all over the place. I have not had any 
in my room, except for ever since what, what was that a week ago, two weeks ago, where yeah, I'm having a conversation. Here it comes, and when I say from the same exact location, same exact location, like ain't seen him, and like I feel what, like what it has what? to be with with a guide or something. I don't know. Well, if my guy, if my my guide should know better. That's all I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like that. If it's my guide, my guide should know better because why would you come? It's the one thing that I'm super, super not going to deal with. I ain't listening. You, It could stop and talk to me. I'd be like, sorry, better come mm-hmm. to something else. It better shape shift into something else because you you trying to talk to me as that. You're not, no, it's not going to happen. I'm just That's talking. how I feel about them damn snakes that were in my last apartment. I was going to say, you can't come. How you, how, you, how you trying to get my attention? You don't come to me at the one thing that I'm super afraid of. That don't make no sense. Because I need to not be afraid. No, you would, if you want to, this is why, this is how I look at stuff. That's why people, people try to make this, that same shit. I'm just going to talk about how you going to make me, how, you're just going to try to make it be something that it's not. I don't care. I have a fear of this. If something that was a, it was a God of some sort, a guide of some sort, spirit, whatever, and knows that I have a, they, they would know that I have a fear of that situation. If they wanted or needed my attention why would they show up in a manner in which I will not pay attention? I mean, it's got your attention. No, it does not have my attention. It has me getting ready to sh- kill it. <laughs> don't it, rid it myself of it. It don't have my attention. Having my attention would be come as something that would have me look at it and, and watch it and wonder and awe. And then possibly then by then it will say something. I'm like, oh, because I'm going to pay attention to it. All I am in is fight or flight mode when I see a spider. It's instantly like... I'm it's survival of the fittest at that moment. Mm-hmm. I am in so I'm not paying, I'm paying attention to me. I am paying attention to it. And nothing that's gonna say to me or or do anything to me gonna come out in any positive aspect at that I moment. I don't blame you because I I feel the same. Well, at least you're calm right now. Maybe because they don't I'm fly. Angry. But, but I'm if angry. I that's saw a water part. bug right now. And let's say it's like in a hallway, the little hallway I had before getting to my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I would pray for Adele, but I would be outside <laughs> my apartment right now. She's on her own. <laughs> listen, listen. I don't, I don't play okay. with God's creations. I don't. I don't. Those are his kids, not mine. I mean, Adele's mine, but the creatures that wasn't me. Yeah, that that that's too funny because I I told you I never tell you the story, but Avery was on the toilet. I never forget it. He was on the toilet, and the way our old apartment was, it was like a little hall. It was a hallway that in, that encompassed. Uh, it was like a little. It was I guess you would call that a foyer, but it had like the washing machine, and then it had the bathroom door, the guest guest bathroom door, the boys' bedroom door, and my mom's bedroom door, all within this little like square space, right? And and then that space had a door that led out into the living room and like, right. So it separated. So I was in the room with Austin doing something. Um, balance. He was in the living room. Oh no, he's in the kitchen. He was cooking, he was cooking dinner and Avery had gone to the restroom <laughs> and I just hear him scream. And like to the, when I say he screamed, balance dropped what he was came running to the hallway. I stopped what I was doing. Austin and I ran to the hallway, like to say, and Avery screaming, Mommy, there's a spider. <laughs> but that reason why, this is why I'm laughing though, because mind you, I'm thinking the spider's in the bathroom with him, right? 
No. The spider is in the hallway on the, the vent, the air conditioning vent, coming down. It was in the middle of all of it. Like, we, he was in the bathroom. Donald stopped at the door. He just happened to stop at the door. I stopped right at the door because I could see into the bathroom, but I'd have to go all the way. And here comes a spider. It's in the hallway where he sent us to. <laughs> toward him. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's coming down. The thing. But when I say that he acted like that spider was in the bathroom with him, mm -hmm. it was outside the bathroom. <laughs> he saw no difference. I get it. And he was on the toilet trying to use number two, right? <laughs> I was like, that spider scared the shit out of him. <laughs> Did it? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. But it was funny because he, I mean, literally, like, that was a literal situation. That <laughs> You really could get the shit scared out of you. <laughs> he my did. poor Avery. <laughs> And it was the funniest thing ever. I, when I say it was the funniest shit ever to me, because it was like, it was like as, as scared as I am of spiders, I told him I, if balance was his own. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I love this in my last apartment. Excuse me, that Adele gave me a couple scares, and she would just be playing her little toy bins or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would be sitting down writing something or on my computer doing something. Mm -hmm. And there was this one time she came running to me screaming. And then she got on top of the couch. Now, she didn't have to say shit. Those actions was more than enough for me. So I yeah. got up and, I, and I'm pacing. I'm trying to remain calm because I'm the adult in this situation. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, can you tell me what it was? She was like, a piter. She couldn't say S's then. A piter. Mm -hmm. I saw a piter. I said, oh, fuck. I mean, I'm, I'm scared of them, but I'm not that scared, right? Yeah. So I went to go see it. And I'm moving her stuff, picking up her toys, like cautious, just in case something jumps out at me. Do you know what it was, Tamika? A bead. I told you this story, didn't I? <laughs> see how much of a creature of habit that I am I'll be saying shit and I'll be forgetting but you can tell the shit is true because mm -hmm. the, the man listen I was like what's in the entire F is going on here I oh, trust lady me. not come down here because she hears me talking please don't this is it's the, that's what I say like, I don't, like people don't get it like you said when I say I'm death you said I'm calm I've gotten a little better. I, well, I guess, actually, I can't even say I've gotten better. I told you earlier when I say that I have literally, I, I realized that just talking to you, to, like listening to what you were saying today. And literally, like I look within myself a lot of times whenever you, you guys say something with you. I do have, I do, before I say something, I do have to go, am I going to be hypocritical if I make a comment about this in any kind of way? Because do I do the same thing or whatever and so on and so forth? Because I, I, I don't cross reference yourself. You call yourself out. I do the same thing. Yeah. So, um, so because, but I, I mean, it doesn't stop me from saying what I'm going to say. I just have to acknowledge the fact that I know I do it too. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I have to make sure I let somebody know that I know I do this too, but I, I didn't realize it. I wasn't really paying attention to it until, you know, I let them know I'm acknowledging it. And so here's what I would tell myself as well, or what I am telling myself as well. But um, I'm actually calm or gotten better, but. I did not realize until I was talking to you today that I really have blocked me from me. 
I've That's blocked me a, a session for both of us where I, I need to learn. You be the teacher, as you always are, and I'll be the student because this is something that I need to learn how to do. But but see, no, that's not a good thing. Me blocking me from me is nowhere near a good thing. Yeah, because it sounds like the same thing that you'd be telling me, like, oh, you need to face that. You need to release that. You need to let that mm -hmm. go. You need to feel those feelings. And you know mm -hmm. what it is? I'm glad we're getting into this conversation. For me, for the past few, damn, I want to say days, mostly a week, but it's on and off. It's not like, oh, two weeks ago, I was perfectly fine. No, it's a constant struggle. It's, it's a yeah. continuous thing, but yeah. it's been really heavy for the past four or five days, I want to say. Today was one of those days. I have mm -hmm. not been okay. I have been in my head tremendously, on and off crying spells. Um, I haven't really been saying, belittling words of myself because I'm mindful of that, but that doesn't help my no, thoughts. I got a phone call somehow. It came. I have my do not disturb on, but somehow my phone call came through. It makes no mm. sense how it can come through, but yeah. Well, sometimes um, if he, you, you have to check your settings because if someone calls you back to back like two or three times, it'll make the mm -hmm. call come through. Well, this number that's calling me back to back two or three times ain't got no nerve. It got some nerve calling me back to back two or three times. Because mm. it's nobody I know. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, I don't, my, nobody has my phone number. That's the whole point. Like, I, people laugh and they'd be like, oh, but, I mean, you not realize I already know when it's something that, it's somebody that I know is doing something not so, you know, Whatever, because I don't put my phone number down on any kind of on um, any kind of spam emails or any kind of informational stuff. I never give my phone number. I always give my my bat phone number, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and I've had this number for three years, and the only people who've had this number was him, mm -hmm. my mom, my brother, you know, like my family, of course. But him, as out of outside of my immediate family, was him, you, uh. Miss Terry and uh, Richard. And of course, like somebody I'm dealing with, like a person I might have been dealing with, dealing with. Mm -hmm. but other than that, nobody has. So, so telemarketers should not have this number because I didn't give it out to anything. Like, yeah, I know they can get them, but there's they, that means if it was a telemarketer, they have no business calling me back to back three times in a row because we ain't friends. Mm. You know, like if it's somebody else, if it's some person. Did you try you Googling the phone number? Yeah, every time you Google the number, you know, of course it tells you it's just a landline, you know. Oh, shit. Sorry, excuse my language. I'm sorry. Um, it tells you it's just a person that, you know, it, it'd be a telemarketer or it'd be somebody, you know. This number is a is a whatever, whatever number. But yeah, but I mean, just like I said, it, it can't, I shouldn't get <laughs> anything from anyone that's calling that would call me back to back as an important situation for any reason. Now the kid's school. Yes, but it's seven twenty something PM out here. If they they close, I'm gonna say the latest is six thirty. Mm. And they're not in school right now, so you know there's no reason for anyone to be. And then I look at it this: if you have to call me back to back that many times, then you need to text me or message me. Leave a message or text oh, me. Right. That way, I'll know you need to talk to me. Other than that, I there's no reason. I've actually, I mean, I, I just caught myself and I said, should I say it on the air? But whatever. 
I've been heavily considering changing my phone number um, just because I don't like people having access, access to me. And I don't like many people pulling on my energy at different times. If that makes sense. It. No, I get it. But I've, like I said, I'm so I such a um, uh, seesaw, and uh, <laughs> I'm always on a um, teeter totter. That's what it's, that's what it's called, right? Mm. I'm always on one of them things because in one aspect, I get exactly what you're saying. On the other aspect, I realized, like for me, I realized today, you know, the the downside of being. I so like of the downside of being alone or having that peace and not having people bothering you and you know and of liking to be alone is the fact that you become so you get so accustomed to speaking to the person who understands you the most, which is you. But then when you actually do want to have to or need to connect with other people, you now no longer can communicate because you do not have the ability to express yourself in the manner of others. You can only express yourself in how you understand and people always end up misunderstanding you. Hmm. Even though you're saying the thing and I, and the reason, the reason that came up is because I've noticed, I've noticed that with me being where like me having to be where I'm at or being forced to not have an outlet and my friends and not having people to talk to and, and being basically just as me and my kids. And that's it. Like I talk to you guys, but I mean like literally having people to conversate with daily utilizing my words out loud, not just, you know, whatever. Um, I find that I realize that the reason why pe I, people, I will say something <laughs> and people will respond back completely off what I'm talking about. I ain't, that's not even what I said. Mm. <laughs> but I'm like, and it's gotten to the point where I, I'm, I get tired of explaining what I really meant that I just don't, I just, I just got the point where I'm just like, I'm just not gonna say nothing. Because it, it just kind of turns into me trying, it, it, what it starts doing is it creates, a, it creates a dialogue of me defending what I'm saying and the other person instantly feeling like I'm trying to, um, trying to tell them that they don't know what they're talking about and they think I'm telling, and then um, they think I'm, they're telling me that, they think I think they're telling me, I don't know what I'm talking about. And when all in actuality, ain't nobody talking about what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> wow. Okay. So is it like a guilty conscience type of thing? On me? No. It's literally that because they don't know. For instance, if I if I say something like, okay, like I was telling, well, let me give let me give you an example that has nothing to do with us. Um. Okay. For, okay. Say for instance, like if I say if I say something like you know, um, this is how I would say something. I'm like you know what I was thinking. I can't stand the color pink, but if I had to, that's funny I because think... I have a pink shirt on right now. I have no pants on, <laughs> listeners. I have no pants on right now, but I would have a very hot pink shirt on right now. But continue. <laughs> okay, so I'll be like, I can't stand the color. So I'm like, I can't stand the color pink. But my favorite favorite cup is pink, right? My favorite cup is pink, not because wow. of the color. It's not because of the color. It's because of the. It's just what, it's just, I don't know what it is, but it's because like the straw is like at the perfect, the straw has the perfect width to it. So it has the right amount of liquid comes up out of the cup. The cup keeps the liquid cold is, I want it to be like just perfectly. It, it's just, I, everything about the cup, I love it. Just, and it's pink, but I hate pink, right? 
Now, mind you, I've said this conversation to someone else where they'll turn around and try to tell me that I am indirectly trying not to like pink because of the fact that that is not what the hell I just said. Why are we talking about that? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm literally trying That's to tell you. That's when my brain usually checks out of conversations. Because if you're trying to confuse something so simple that I said, trying to make it seem like a whole nother fucking thing, I don't even want to speak to you anymore. Like, I've checked out of that conversation mentally. Yeah. Die, bro. Well, it sounds like a little robot is in your house. No, that's a um, that's the, the spray. The, the spray, yeah. It's elect. It has a um, what you call it? It has a uh, automatic auto trigger on it. Oh, okay. So I can just keep on squeezing and squeezing and squeezing and squeezing because this motherfucker did not want to die. Hmm. Like I, like, I sprayed him twice. I sprayed him one time I saw him. Then I sprayed him again. He fell off. I thought he fell down on the bottom. Apparently, he might have, but then he crawled up. He or she, whatever the hell it is, crawled up the back of my wall again. But this time, got on my night dresser, my little dresser thing I built, and was just the crawling. Like, he was coming towards me. Like, oh, no, you didn't, bitch. Okay, fine. We're going to fight. Head up. Let's go. Mm. He was coming, steadily coming. Like, I just had to drown him. He was steadily coming. Wait, so he's he's dead? Now he is on my Gatorade wow. bottle. Look, on my Gatorade bottle. <laughs> wow. I mean, he was coming. He was just, it was like he was just coming straight forward. Like, I'm coming through. I'm coming through. No, you're going to come through and get your ass kicked. Come through and, now, die. and that's what I mean. And look, and that's what I mean. If that was a guide to get some new, uh, <laughs> It, it got my attention, all right. My attention to kill it. <laughs> I ain't thinking about. I ain't thinking about what did it have to tell me. I don't care. <laughs> it better come as something else. It come as a butterfly or some shit. Even then, I might be scared because it's flying around me for no reason. To try to swat it and kill it before, <laughs> and actually pay attention to what it's doing. But a motherfucker like that, and then you gonna keep on coming like as if the like you won't make me. But no, we ain't doing this. Ain't happening, homie. Ain't happening, homie. This I is the really most wish that you thing. came to New York City like soon, cause like tomorrow, like 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 yesterday. Yeah. I I go through these episodes quite often. I this is the I, this is the crazy thing. It's like I know. I know that I come off as this introverted person who doesn't want to be bothered, which is majorly not. true. Majorly. No. Majority. No. But behavior. I only want people who I don't have to feel like I have to be protective of myself around. Like I can be myself. And I don't have to walk on eggshells around people because everything I say or do may offend them or trigger them or why are you laughing? Because, because you're like, you're like, so everything I say or do, does it offend them or does it trigger them? And in my mind, I'm going, it wouldn't matter to me anyway. <laughs> like, well, you're a dick. 
But I love you. <laughs> no, but, what I, but, that's, but that's what I mean by that. Like I'm saying that the type of people you need are people who are confident within themselves. So whatever you say, it don't you mean it towards them. They don't give a fuck anyway because they ain't going to accept it unless they have to. So it doesn't matter. But then this is, this is something that I wanted to talk about too because when we first got into conversation, we were talking about, well, a little bit down the line. We briefly brushed over this general, general what the fuck? generation where people looky looky who decided to join us oh wow is he there is he there i I miss so much no is he just spying are you a spider (laughs) he no he messaged the group and i told him to hop on before i go to sleep Oh. oh i thought you said he was on already because i heard a ding i just i mean a, a noise he is some on. kind of notification. but i thought he actually came on that's so i was like what but he didn't say nothing i was like mm-hmm. is he a spider look see now see there's some people who take stuff far stuff far into minutes. The yeah i know i see there's some people who will try to take stuff and reach and be real reachy and take this far and i could take it that way too but i know better i mean my brain i can think on this level but i'm not going to i'm not going to this level right but i'll just give you an example so you know we we both have known and heard throughout like things that spiders could possibly mean somebody's trying to be spying on you and trying to get you you know see what's going on or has put some kind of oh yeah or or they have put some kind of um they're doing some form of magic on you or whatever and so on and so forth right so we've been talking we haven't done anything i killed a spider like i went through the whole thing spider chased me chased my wall down then i killed i got it to fall down then it comes back and it's like oh i'm gonna chase you down blah blah i kill it then then richard messages seriously now there's some people who would take that way too far you know i mean remember when we was on the phone phone kept cutting off exactly so but there's some people that be like that let's take the that's you taking that way too far no I'm not going there. I'm saying I'm I'm going to understand that there is that possibility. At the same time, I'm also going to understand that for me, I if if I don't accept that possibility, that possibility cannot come into my reality. It can mm. exist. It can it, it can exist, but it cannot create what is going on within my life if I don't accept it. The problem is truly not accepting it because if I think about it ever, there's a little bitty window that I, they can sneak into to put that thought and that seed into my my existence because I mm. have thought of it at, at some point. Like that's the whole thing. Like when we say we feel things, or like like what, that's what I was gonna tell you about. Like when you said re, when I say releasing, yeah. If you you have cry, if you cry, you yell, you scream, you express yourself, you write down your emotions. Like you tell, you feel like you have no filter. You can express what you want to say to people or whatever. That's not the same. Truly, re, truly releasing. Trust me, I've, I've, I've experienced it. I started doing it and it scared me that I stopped it. And that's what I was saying where I truly blocked myself from myself because I felt that, that true, like the whole, like, I, I know, ex- I, I, I can know what it's about to feel like. And I know for me, it was scary because I did not know if I was going to come out of that. Like where where I where I was going where my where where I was felt like I was going like I felt like I was dying, but at the same time, I it wasn't a physical death. You get what I'm saying? Like I knew it was. It, so is it like a, a a rebirth? I don't know. Like I said, I didn't. I stopped myself. Like I, I I had to bring well two reasons why I stopped myself. 
One, because the police showed up. <laughs> because <laughs> I laugh about it. The police showed up because somebody, a neighbor heard what my cry and it scared them. The noise, the way it sounded scared them. They thought somebody was really in this, like they thought something terrible had happened. So they called the police because they heard my crying. Um, and the way that it sounded scared them. Uh, when I say that the cry that I had, had <laughs> the cry I did had Balance's cousin, the girl, the, like somebody, okay, they were all meeting me at my house. The girl ran out of gas, one of the girls ran out of gas in my complex, like on the other side of my complex as she was coming through. Balance's cousin had walked up to the gas station to go get the gas. And when I tell you that when they, they called him, he came running back, didn't even go get the girl's gas. She came running from across the, the complex because she could hear me all coming to my car because they did not, they knew something was wrong, like they heard me. Like, and then, like I said, and a neighbor called the police because they thought something, somebody was seriously, hurt, like they thought somebody was dying. Like they, they, the sound that I made was, was ungodly, they said. <laughs> like this wow. frightening sound. And I was crying though. And when I say I could, I felt it, I felt it coming from my toes. I know you don't like feet, but when I say I felt it coming from my toes and going up, like I, like I was crying a whole, maybe it is a rebirth or whatever, but I, I was crying, but like I said, I had, to, I, I had to pull myself together to come back to, to acceptable reality for everyone else because of the, you know, the police showed up, you know what I mean? Like it was a, situation and I didn't want to be in my house doing that with my kids so the way that you're describing it to me it sounds familiar to it and that makes me think that it is sort of like a rebirth a death and rebirth is because when I experienced I believe I, I experienced three mm -hmm. in a matter of like the past three years um actually in the past two years definite rebirths um the first one was mm. the panic attack that i had mm. um the second mm. one huh i didn't say anything oh i swear i didn't say anything what'd you hear no i thought you said what when when nope i didn't say any i did not say anything so that was richard is he on there richard you hear? don't hear him no. Don't hear me. You hear me, Yanni? I hear you. Yeah, that I don't. was my boy. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch my head. You, you got a separate you got us on the same podcast but separate? Or am I not here? No. <laughs> no, it says all three of us are connected. And on mine it doesn't have it just has me and you. It he came in when I said fifty two minutes. Oh, well, yeah, it's, well, it's been that long. He's not on mine. Oh, wow. Um, the reason that I say it, it was it a, a death or rebirth is because those are the, the, what you're describing sounds remotely close to that, like extremely close to that. And so those times, like I'm, I'm like I've expressed, I cry if not every day, almost every day. So it can be happy tears, depressed tears, joyful tears, every kind of tear you can think about. Now it's just right, me. She's yeah, she's done. What the hell? Should I wait until? Uh, help me catch up. 
to help you catch up? Yeah, like what were, what was the uh, subjects that we're talking about? So I had um, asked if we could do a podcast because I had taken an edible and I had like a lot of um, intense emotions and that's when I feel like I can communicate the best. When I'm, when my anxiety is like eliminated and I'm like more present. But I wanted to talk about just true emotions, what what the, what I've been feeling these past few days, how intense it's been, how shit ain't always as sweet as it seems. Things mm. along that. And she started saying, oh, she mentioned something about the generations of how um, the college kids and stuff like that. They're the ones who are like, oh, my parents did this to me. My parents did that. And they easily get offended and all these other things. Um, but that growing up, we never had to, we never were able to express that. It's just these generation kids that seem a little bit more sensitive. But what I wanted to touch more on is like you, you know what I do you know what I do find weird about that though because I I remember the college kids basically are like my kids I have a 22 year old son so he's basically there he's in that level mm-hmm. um, but our children didn't grow up the way we did like we went through I'm pretty sure like We've been through the grinder. Yeah. And being that we went through the grinder, we had our children. We didn't want them to go through that, you know, because it we was hard. We wanted better for them. Day. Yeah, we wanted better for them. So they had, you know, they have more freedom, more leeway for certain things. And when I hear some complain about that, like, oh, it's because of my parents, uh, this, that, and the third. They, they never gave me what I wanted. They never did this or that. And I'm like, I I know your parents had way more than you've ever had, and you shouldn't really be complaining. Like, it, it, you should be blessed at the position you're in to even be in college. Did your parent go to college? Did your parent finish high school? Because most most of these college students, their parents have it. And you really look at this the statistics of it. Yeah. But you just have to be grateful. It's all about being grateful. This this is where I'm coming from. None of us asked to be here, right? Technically, we didn't ask to be born. We might have signed contracts to be born, but none of us were, were begged to be here. Does that make sense? That's including our parents, too, and their parents. But what I have an issue with is when people are quick to say, oh, that person, they took offense to that, or that person got offended, (laughs) they have every right to say that. They have every right to say that that's offensive if it offended them. The person who is feeling offended should be able to voice how they feel. You, that's like telling somebody 
That's like, okay, for example, that's like me saying, Richard, you hurt my feelings. And instead of you listening that, that I'm, I'm being vocal about why or how you hurt my feelings, you say, what? I didn't hurt your feelings. Oh, you took that too personal. How the fuck you going to tell me what I felt inside? You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how are you going to tell me what I can or can't or what I can or am unable to take? So that's why when I say I'm more mindful now about what I say to others and even of myself, it's because we literally all have the right to sit and feel like, oh, yeah, I might have laughed at that because it was a joke, but deep down under every joke, there's some truth in it. And sometimes, yes, it is offensive jokes that people say. I don't like that. Because yeah. that all that that that's like pulling on strings of people's insecurities. Usually when people say jokes, it's pulling on strings of of pointing out things that people feel lack thereof. So that's where my brain goes when I say when I say something about I don't mean to offend anyone. And I'm mindful about the shit that I say most of the time, or I try to hold myself accountable, because I used to not give a fuck. I used to just say whatever and be like, oh, well, I said it, and... Yeah, that, that's automatic. That's something that should be automatic anyway. You have the right to say whatever you feel like saying. Like, nothing... Right. But also being mindful about what one says that is not going to offend the next person but my thing is is like i expect others to be that way but that's not the reality that we live in i don't know if you've seen uh the video i posted the soul of the soul to soul i don't know yeah i I think that's the name uh, all right well there's this they're having a conversation in that video that's almost similar and it was about like the confrontation being afraid of the confrontation of approaching someone and letting them know how you feel like um like a look listen i i mean like the look you gave me um do you have a problem with me like what's the issues and uh it, it was Oprah. Oprah was like, oh, I would love that because my response oh, would be... Oh, Super Soul Sundays. Yeah. Yes, I did watch that today while I was cooking. Yeah, yeah. So, and she was like, you know, I would I would tell the person, like, the look you saw was the look I did when I saw, you know, the little hill and I knew I was going to have trouble going down yeah, that little hill. Yeah, because her knee so was hurting or something. And the look that you saw me give in your direction had absolutely nothing to do with you. So right. there shouldn't be any issues. Yeah. So. I, that's, that's, I, I, what we're talking about right now is what I've been feeling like I wanted to talk about all day. Actually being able to feel safe to speak about things that hurt you with the people that you love. 
without it leading to a miscommunication, without it leading to uh, friction in the friendship or relationship. Like, that's with, how people learn and grow. You know what? With, I, go ahead. With the people that you love, for sure. Like, throw caution out in the wind and just say how you feel because those are the people you love. And right. if you love them, obviously, they love you back. Right. So they should have a better understanding of where you're coming from when you do speak about something, how you feel, you know, passionate about with anything. Right. So it's good to just say how you feel, especially to the ones you love, because if you keep that shit in and then, you know, it builds up and then you get angry and they don't, they, they don't understand why. And then they might get angry at you because you're angry at them and it just... And it all has to do with miscommunication because people Mm -hmm. don't want to talk about what they feel because it's at the end of the day, it's, it's, you have to be completely vulnerable. You have to be open to be vulnerable. You have to allow yourself to feel those things. Go ahead. Question. Should you start this over and bring Tamika back in? Because I don't think she could get back in. I think she, you sure? Because the thing is there. The link. Oh, so she should be able to get back in if she wanted to. Yeah, because when remember in the past when we did our first one that I kept logging out by mistake? Yeah. I kept clicking the link and coming back. I think after three <laughs> times it doesn't allow you to. I got to tell this kid to go to sleep. Give me a side. Go ahead. Yeah. Isaiah, lay down, please. You gotta go to sleep. I'm gonna turn this. I'm gonna turn this on right here. No. He's being being a pain in the butt today. That's my (sighs) fellow air sign right there. (laughs) <laughs> He'd be sick of humans, man. <laughs> he said something the other day that oh, man. <laughs> that made you think, have you been talking to Yenny? <laughs> oh no, no, something about him and um in school. Uh oh. Oh how how the other children look at them. Kids can be so fucking mean. Have a good night. You know, at four years old, I'd be telling you all that. Well, have a good night. Of course, I tell her, have a good night, Richard. What kind of mother you think I am? What's wrong with you? No, I'll be telling her at this age, kids are mean. Kids are very disgusting, but that does not mean that you have to be that way. You are your own person. If you don't feel a certain way about who you are and someone else calls you out of your name, you just say your mother. And Tamika was telling me that's not the right thing to tell her to say, but Adele's different. I already know that. Hmm. So I'm telling her, like, yo, 
people are mean. People are very disgusting. They say they and <laughs> trying to like explain things to her. And she's looking at me and she's like, okay. But at four years old, I find myself telling her that people are disgusting. And it's true. I'm trying, but it keeps telling me that I have no internet yet. I am able to message you on this. Receive messages. She's not able to come back. She's not able to come on? Yeah. I'm trying to see if she can restart. I think, well, she said a lot of airplanes were flying by earlier. And then her Wi-Fi, her 5G was acting up, but I guess she could switch it to a, to the other one because they give her two. She might got spectrum. spectrum. Um, but I remember having 5G and 2.4, and the 2.4 always worked. 5G always gave me issues. So. Mm. Or she might just yeah, gotta restart her router. Yeah, but with your with your daughter, it's good that she tell her everything in advance. Just, For just so not... long, though, I kept trying to guard her, and I feel like that's where I've been fucking up because I'd be trying to shield her from things, from people, from situations, and I think that's that's what I'm. That's where I'm fucking up at because I'm not. I'm supposed to be putting her out there so she can learn herself, so she can see shit for herself, not just take mommy's word. Mm. So I'm with with my son. Um, wifey and I, we kind of like had him in because we were so cautious with him. Because he was, like, just fragile with everything. Everything that he seen, you know, saw, touched, anything. He was, just, like, really sensitive and fragile with everything. So, we, like, yeah, we had to, like, put him in a bubble for, for, for quite some time. And now that he's in high school, um, like, the whole socializing thing is really, really hard for him. Really hard for him. And I know it's all due to that, placing him in the bubble. Um, that was like, I know for a fact that's one thing you shouldn't like. If I can go back, I, I would have never like had the feeling of, oh, I have to protect him and, and he's going to get hurt because of this and because of that. I got to keep certain things away from him and yeah, I should have just been more free with him to let him, you know, be be, be a kid. The other day he um, tells me because he's um, we were talking about socializing him socializing more with people and he's like, I really don't know how to do it. I'm like, every, I said for, for this week, um, every morning when you go to school, just everyone who you know, who you see every day, just say hello to them, say good morning. And if they say something back, 
don't try to start a conversation or they try to stop and stop listening and, and give them the input. And he's like, yeah, but I, I've already tried that. It doesn't work. And I'm like, what you mean it doesn't work? He's like, because I'm I'm the weird kid in school. Everybody thinks I'm weird. They don't talk to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he said that, my heart dropped. I was like, oh, man. I spoke to him. I told him a couple of things, reassured him everything's going to be all right. Just keep being himself. Is there anything that he, like, really likes to do other than games? Oh, he's he's um, into astrology big time. Mm. He loves astrology. He loves, loves astrology. He, like, every other day or every, every night, he'll come up to me with his app on his phone and, like, point out a constellation or something and say, look, this is going to be over here on this day. And oh, this is going to be over there on that day. Yeah. I don't feel like schools, man. I have such a deep-rooted beef with the school system because they, they are so back ass backwards. I was about to say, wouldn't it be cool if he could start, like, I'm pretty sure there's other kids in there who love astrology, too. But I feel like schools go do anything to go against spirituality and things of that down that path that they wouldn't allow it but if he could just start like a group or something you know how sometimes some high schools he's in high school right yeah freshman they they allow you to start committees or or debate teams and stuff like that but if he could start stuff like that and he could socialize that way It's crazy. Uh, there's like so many programs that his mother and I like try to place him in, but mm -hmm. he will fight tooth and nail not to be in any kind of group setting. He just doesn't. He doesn't feel comfortable in being in group settings like that. It's because he he in his mind he thinks that they're talking crap about him because he doesn't feel like he fits in. No, he's never he's never complained about like anyone teasing him or like saying anything crazy to him. He just it's like he's just like nobody talks to him. Nobody says anything to him. He has his friends. He has a he has a couple of friends. Uh, the teacher spoke about um him and his friends all the time. He's like a part of the you know the 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 good the good kids, but they're always distracted because they're in their own little in their own little world because they're all similar. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and they're always like trying to communicate with each other across the room. <laughs> it's productive, it's, it's productive like questions and, and, and answers, but it's not the subject of what they're teaching in the class. They're talking so, about a whole other yeah. subject. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like saying this shit is boring. Let's make this fun. <laughs> oh, man. Is he hard on himself? It's not like he's hard on himself. I mean, we kind of all are. 
we have like this yeah, image yeah. of what a proper us would be and then when we don't fall into our own image we're just like nah I'm not I'm not who I'm 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 currently not who I'm supposed to be I think that's always in the back of our minds I think the reaction the best way I could describe it is if he's building like a line with dominoes or a pyramid with cards and they fall because of him, he'll just start over. But if they fall because of someone else, he goes bananas. He gets super emotional. Sometimes he'll cry because he, he works so hard. Even if he put like... 10 dominoes down in the line, which isn't a lot. Like, if you accidentally made them fall, like, it, it, it would break his heart. He's like, yo, you know, it, it's, you know how hard and how much time I, <laughs> all the effort ruined because of you get out of here. <laughs> I'm only laughing because you're laughing. Oh, man. Damn, so he probably feels that other people ruin shit. I get that. Yeah, like, perfection has to be done by his hands. And and also, perfection can be destroyed by his hands because he's the one that perfects it. Can only be destroyed by his hands. Because if anyone else does it, yeah, it's like the end of the world. You press the red button. You press the red button. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I, f- I feel like he just he just has to find his own little niche in, in people and build the confidence from there. Yeah, he's, he's getting good. Before that, it was like he wanted to be in, in the corner and left alone. Didn't want nobody near him. Like, he learned. He did his thing. Just just put whatever it was you wanted to show him, put it in front of him, show him, and then leave him alone. Oh, he'll yeah. work through it. Yeah, he'll work through it, get it right, hand it to you, and that's it. Give me the next subject or let me take a nap. Get up and go home. Like he always got his homework. He's he he always has his homework done. Sometimes, um, like even if there's five minutes left in the class, like whatever subject he's in, and they give him homework for the day, like he'll do the homework in the class, like the second they give it to him. But as long as he's left, like he's not gonna do a school project with a group. He's gonna do that shit by himself. Yeah, yeah. I guess because he's been, yeah, he's been, he's been asked, uh, I believe, a couple of times already from his high school. Wasn't it you guys? You were, wasn't I talking to you and Tamika when I said that? That I have always. Well, I think it was on last podcast that I was sharing that 
I've never been good at group projects ever. Mm-hmm. It's either let me do all the work and you put your name on it, you share some of the credit, but let me do it, or I'm not doing this and I'm gonna go do my own stuff. There's there's always usually one or two that that are jackasses that want to take over the whole damn thing because they think they know. More than everyone else. Whatever helps you sleep at night, but I, that's the only way I'm doing it. No, I'm saying that's that's yeah, that's why you would most likely do it by yourself. Yeah, but you just described me at the same time. <laughs> the jackass that thinks that they're gonna do it right. Yeah, that's gonna be me. I'll do it. But I'm not going to fucking put my name on some shit that somebody else does and say we all did this collectively. No. You put the shit on the shit that I did and say that we did it collectively. You see how much of a hypocrite that sounds like? I'm such a fucking hypocrite sometimes. Because mm-hmm. like you, you, you can only work by yourself because you don't want to deal with anyone like that. But you're like that. I don't mind dealing with people like that because they have the same fucking feelings as I do. They're going to go to their corner. I'm going to go to mine. There's no interaction needed. And we got this. That's it. But I I get it. That's all I'm saying. I get, I get wanting to do stuff by yourself. Because if you mess it up, guess what? It's all you. But if you do amazing, Mm -hmm. guess what? That's all you too. Can't blame nobody. Word. Because if you're in the group, I'm pointing my finger at everybody. It wasn't me. (laughs) Of course you (laughs) would. Of course. (laughs) That sounds just like you. Damn, man. What the fuck's Tamika? I'm mad her shit hung up. I feel, I'm kind of feeling like our guys didn't want all three of us to talk today. Or maybe they didn't want me to record a call or a, pod call, a, a podcast. But what was I going to say? I don't know. I'll be going through those. Always. Trying to move around. My leg is jacked up. Wait, so... Never mind. I'll read the messages. I didn't know something was wrong with your leg until I saw Tamika say something about it, but... You don't got to answer that right here, right now. Um, yo, my daughter had me tripping the fuck out today, man. Well, when she came home, I just, yo, I be, I was literally, I stood in the street for a good two minutes and I just stared at her, like trying to understand. Did she have her shoes on? Yeah, she, yes, she had her shoes on, her ripped up pantyhose. A little shorts and then her shirt. 
She didn't even have her sweater, which I told her, Mama, you got to start putting your sweater on or leaving it on or leaving your coat on. So when you when it comes for you to get out the van, they don't have to stop and put the shit on you because it's cold outside. Plus, she's been sick. Remember. This little get, girl gets here and she's by the freaking um, by the door of the, the van, like about to come out. And that's all I saw. And her hair was a complete disaster. <laughs> and I, I was, it was just a little bit too much. And the crazy thing is that um, right before that, I was enjoying my little like breathing exercises, enjoying the beautiful nature, how beautiful the skies and the clouds look, the breeze, everything, even though I think I'm getting some type of fucking cold. But I was just enjoying it, you know? And then I come and I'm like, well, what the fuck is life? While you was, while you was going through all that? No, when I come to get her out the damn van. And I oh. seriously looked like, bro. I don't know. It was just a little bit too much for me. And... I don't know. I I don't even want to talk about that anymore. I wanted to talk about feelings and I don't know if you came on a call when I was just saying this, but us as adults, what I've noticed, majority of us grew up being told not to feel the way that we feel. Being told that whatever we felt was invalid. Being told that we had no reason to feel what we felt. So, me, myself, I wasn't... I'd never learned how to process my feelings because of that. So, what I would do is turn them internally or shove them so deep down inside of myself and convince myself to believe that what I was feeling wasn't real, that I shouldn't be feeling that way. So now as a 34-year-old woman, it pains me to think about that I'm just now even thinking of considering to feel my feelings. And that's why we struggle with comprehension and communication. So a lot of people don't know how to communicate because how are you going to communicate some shit you don't feel aside from anger? Anger once was the only done, thing that was acceptable, I guess. Once you're done recognizing all the anger and getting it out of the way, you will start seeing everything else. Everything else will start uh, looking a lot clearer, the things that you can remember that was good, that brought you, you know, happiness, joy. That's the only way, I, for me, anyway, to, to see something like that, to the other side of it. You have to go through it. You have to put yourself, you, I mean, it, it's, it's you. So if you're doing something like that, you're doing something for yourself. And if 
you're not going to do anything for anyone in this world, at least do something for yourself. And that's what you have to go through and put yourself through that. Like, just take the, whatever fear you, you have from it, like, try to bypass it and just go through it. You're going to put yourself in so many uncomfortable situations. That's what but, I'm saying. Yeah, once, once, once. Uh, but it's, it's, all, it's all a learning experience. Because when you have when you have a question about it the next time, or if someone has a question about it, you know you're gonna know the answer. You're not gonna wonder. Have you, do you find that as you, okay, when you, when you were a child, were you given the opportunity to fully express your emotions as they arise? I want to answer that with, and we'll probably talk about it some other time, but I'll answer that with my childhood was taken away from me, so I really can't. Like, Got yeah. it. We, we got to say much more than that. And I'm sorry that happened. Well, the reason that I asked that is because you know how I keep saying this out loud. You, I was going to say obsessed. You know how into mental health I am, right? Yeah. So for me, when people act out, when people are bullies, when people do and say and just act cr crazy sometimes, like, like sociopaths type of crazy. To me, to other people, they're like, oh, that person is just fucked up. They're not, they're this and that. It's trauma. They have unhealed traumas. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that I'm able to look out and point that out is because I have unhealed traumas. And I have had traumas that I knew I had to heal or, or experience in order for me to understand the next person. Yeah. So as what I'm saying is that I think I get angry with myself for not doing it sooner, for not figuring this shit out sooner, for me not... being able to express my true authentic self as my feelings came up throughout my life instead of suppressing them. So now, as who I am today, I'm still trying to, to work through that. 
And it's intense. It's so fucking hard. Because especially now that I'm a mother, I'm supposed to be teaching my daughter how to do that. Yeah. By this age, she should be experiencing her fullness of emotion. So you feel you feel you can't teach her because you don't fully know know it. Right. I mean, it's. Well, it's that bully, other thing. Bully, well, to me, like bullies, bullies usually are the way they are because they were bullied. Yeah, like something and, traumatic, yeah, something traumatic happened to them. Like in the past, I made them that I, way. I agree. And I believe either they have mommy issues or daddy issues or both. competition issues with siblings. It could be a lot of things. Or just uh, uh, being bullied by other bullies constantly and they can't take it anymore and realize that they could be a bully themselves and like the, the feeling from it. People being afraid of them. They felt respected. Mm-hmm. Due to it, people being afraid of them. And they got hooked on that shit. And either they changed because they realized that's not who they really are, or they just, they fall in love with that kind of power that they just takes for the rest of their life. I can, I can say that word, right? They're not going to cancel or, or not play your... Uh, what word? <laughs> Dicks. Do you know how many fucking times I cursed on here? <laughs> Have you not listened to my other podcasts? <laughs> I'm like, what word? I didn't even hear you say that. <laughs> um. Yeah, and like with with your daughter, like it. It's all it's all part of the learning experience. Like as as you learn, obviously you you you're gonna pick up on things a lot faster than she does because your your adult your mind works a lot, you know, a lot faster. And you whatever you do pick up. I'm already um, telling you, her. I'm already yeah, telling you'll, her things. You'll show her. You'll tell her. So. And that's where I feel like I was messing up for a long time. Even though she's four, like, I felt like I kept telling her. I felt like I kept telling her or shielding her from the world so they won't hurt her. So she won't feel certain things. And it's like me shielding her is actually hurting her more in the long run. Because that's how you learn and you grow. You, you grow through things. I was like, oh, all right. Like, if you take it to the park, this is how I, this is how I'm, I'm looking at it. Like, if you take it, when you start taking it to, when you start up, like, but I what? Three, two, one. When you start taking her to the park, 
when it when the day starts being like really nice, mm-hmm. you can tell her like when you see her heading towards the swing, or if she's not heading towards the swing, you can First tell her, all, "Hey, I was heading you... towards the swing today." <laughs> I'm like, if you if you if you get on the swing, there's a possibility you might fall and hurt yourself. But do you still want to get on the swing? And you know the the choice could either be hers or you could just pick her up and put her on the swing and say, hold on tight. And if you hold on tight, everything will be okay. But if you don't hold on tight, you're gonna fall and hurt yourself. And then it'll be the same. Yeah. I'm sorry. You wouldn't know what's funny. The last time that I took my baby girl to a park and she got on a swing, it was the baby swing. The one where it's like a chair. You could put them, slide them in there, sit down. Right, with the little leg part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the last time I took her to the park. And How old was she? It was last year, last summer. Three. Okay. But it's like now she's four, she probably don't even fit in that anymore. And this is the first time that she's gonna be in the big girl swing. And that makes me a little bit emotional. It is a it's a stepping stone. She's she's hitting the next she's hitting the next level of swing. <sighs> and, and, hey, you can look at life you can look at life that way. Life is back and forth, right? Good or bad, back and forth is like a swing, and it doesn't matter which way it swings, you're gonna reach the next level of a swing. I don't even know if that made any sense. It makes sense, but to me, are you are you high right now? No, no, I'm not. Um, I'm actually no. Because it sounded like something I'm, I would say now. Because I am. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm. I'm under the influence of muscle relaxers and painkillers. Damn, you've been in that much pain today. For the past three, three days. Yeah, three days. Fuck! Right before you got on the phone on a on a podcast. I was telling Tamika that I've been in this little funk that I've been in for the past three to five days. Yeah, I went to sleep fine on, on Sunday. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. And I woke up Monday and I felt, it felt like my leg was broken. I couldn't move. It, the pain, it was crazy. I'm like, wow, what's going on with my leg? Today, I f- uh, today, um, I felt a little. Uh, I'm gonna probably most likely have to go to the hospital and check it out because today, it just feels like almost like some circulation is not like going on around here because it's like I have some areas that are like no. You said they're metal. No. There's some areas that are numb, like I can barely feel feel the area. Is it on your foot? 
my whole entire I'm trying to get up right now. My whole my whole entire left leg. It's the um I it could probably be like a joint thing on my hip because it's around my hip area. And then it's affecting my whole leg, like have you tried going, YouTubing some exercises for that? Oh yeah, I've been doing I've been doing a bunch of things. Um like rehabbing it myself. It has gotten a little better, but it, it's it, it, it hurts. I'm I'm in a lot of pain right now. Damn You talking about that? Um, the uh, our voice note she did a couple of days ago did that come up? What? What? What are you talking about? What? Oh no 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 no! That didn't come up in conversation. About the book? Yeah. Nah. It was funny because when I was hearing it. And after I read, and after I read it, after I heard it, <laughs> um, I was like, "Wow, it was meant for me to hear right now." Because I was wow. going, you no, know, I was going, I was going through uh, something around that time. Like I had a conversation with a couple of my friends, and I was like trying to explain to them just like how there's something possibly like beyond what you may believe like just because you yeah like just because it it, it was about you know faith and religion and it's just basically I'm just giving them a different perspective like whatever you believe in it's due to someone else telling you if you really look at it and then one day you're going to see something for yourself and realize that it's more to that. It's a lot more. Have then you been the, watching uh, the, the, the episodes or listening to Oprah Winfrey's? Aside from the one from today? I've seen a couple of them. So when you post, when when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, I watched this. I watched this. I saw the one that I that I posted." Oh, I'm giving you like a lot of fun time. Sorry, the one that I posted was uh, when I seen a couple, least like a couple of days ago, I think. Saturday, I saw that one. I think on Saturday. I have a couple of them saved. I just gotta find them. They're so good. When I'm telling you, I used to work at this cleaning company and I used to work like the overnight shift. And the entire facility would be empty. And I would listen to like, I would catch up on like five and six episodes at a time. 
Because back then, they were actually like an hour long or something like that. But they were so good. Like, it kept me motivated. It kept me level-headed. It kept me on a good vibration. Because listening to that made me feel like I could do anything in this fucking world. But then when I'm stuck in my own head with my own thoughts that sometimes are not my thoughts, I start to believe in them. The one I sent today, you should listen to that one because I think that's where my brain is going. When you're in your own thoughts that aren't your thoughts. I start to believe in them. You start to believe in them. Yeah. And it's scary because sometimes you let me know if you can relate I'm saying, to what see, I'm... I'm saying though. I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> I'm saying though, it wouldn't it be your thoughts? If you're in your head, in your own thoughts that right. aren't your thoughts, wouldn't they be your thoughts? Right. But listen to what I'm saying because you know I forget shit. If someone tells you something about yourself, right? Because how the fuck are you going to tell me how I feel? How the fuck are you going to tell me who I am, right? It's kind of like the same thing. If someone were to tell you, Richard, damn, I don't even know what the fuck to say right now. No, I didn't. I, I, I get it now. I got it. Because at first it was like when you're in your own head, with your own thoughts. But now I'm taking it as when you're in your own head with your own thoughts of what other people tell you. Right. You, About yourself. Makes, yeah. Yeah. I got right. you. So <laughs> when you start to believe in those, those things, not until right this second am I realizing and admitting that that has happened. Yeah, it happens. That shit happens to everybody. Yeah, someone calls. We're not aware of these things. Once it's in our brain, we just claim it as ours because who the fuck else is in our brain? It's only us. But we have to learn what's our voices and what we truly feel in our higher selves against the projections of everybody else. If if you have to think about it that long. Because of what someone else tells you what they think you are, then if it was, if I'm not trying to say that you should, I like, want you work to say it, yourself. say it, huh? <laughs> I want you to say it, say it. No, what I'm trying to say is like someone should work on themselves that if they dwell on something like that. Then maybe there is then maybe there is something within themselves that that's like that and that person just point help them point it out to them. Sometimes you know it may be someone may be being an asshole to you because of what they said, but sometimes shit is the truth. And if you feel like a certain way about it. It's probably because it is, and you just gotta like try to find the reason why. Damn, I had something mad good to say, and it just fucking left. 
嗯 ，OK。What if you have programmed yourself to believe everything bad about yourself to be true, right? To be all facts, but you find it hard to believe when something is positive, when something is good about you. These are thoughts I ask myself all the time. There's something I go. Yeah, there's something I go through all the time. You know, if someone gives me like a word of, whenever, whenever someone tells me anything positive about myself, I'm always like shocked and amazed. Like what? Like what the hell? Like no way. That's not how. Holy shit. That's not how I see myself sometimes. Like I'm just. But then, if they told you, "Yo, Richard, you a fucking piece of shit, bro. You ain't shit. You ain't never gonna be shit." Would you believe that easily? I'd be laughing. Why? What's funny about that? I just I I be laughing because it's it's bullshit. I know I'm not gonna be a piece of shit. I know I'm not a piece of shit. Like whatever, whatever maliciousness. Bullshit you have going on within yourself to come at me like that, like, like seriously, it's it's always like just trying to. That don't hurt your feelings, not even a little bit. I'm I'm serious. I'll probably laugh that shit off. You want you want to know why? Because growing up. I've heard that shit all my life, so it's like. So you force yourself to toughen up. No, not not toughen up. There, there, there came a point. There came a point when I realized how much bullshit it was. Like hearing hearing something like that was like, you know what it. it It's like well, then you know, you know what? This is another way to look at it too, right? You have, you said you laugh at it, right? That's what your response would be. Mm -hmm. You have taken your traumas and made them into jokes, so people can laugh at them now. You laughing at them, so why can't everybody else laugh at them? And you have some. No, I'm I'm la- I'm I'm laughing at it because I can see because I can see it. Like what makes what makes someone just out flat and say something like that? Like So that doesn't even offend you, not even a little bit or nothing? Mind you, it's it's not like it's coming from a stranger in the street. This is someone who claims to know you and love you, right? Can be a family, a brother, sister, friend, lover, whoever. They're not saying it in a joking manner. They're saying that because they're looking at you. They're looking at you in your face, and that's what they say to you. Yes, that's yeah. I mean. See, if it was a strange, if it was a stranger, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give 
I wouldn't care. Right. And and if it was a loved one, I wouldn't like it wouldn't bother me because it's it's almost like all right, I, I remember being called that constantly when I wasn't a piece of shit. And now I'm being called a piece of shit when I know I'm not a piece of shit. So why am I being called a piece of shit? That's not my problem. <laughs> I'm not a piece of shit. So like, if someone feels that I'm a piece of shit, I'll probably do I don't know, that's not my problem. Interesting. Well, I guess it's just like me and like two other people in the world who feel like this. But I'm still in the process of trying to feel my feelings through. And feel them when they actually happen. Not just say, I'm going to put you in this corner here and I'll think about what I'm going to do with you later. And then later turns into six months from now or 10 years from now. Because I didn't feel like going through those feelings then. So when they surface later, it's like I'm cashing in my token and I get to go. And collect 200 And it's back. It's basically back to just telling people how you feel. Mm-hmm. Is it like just going to telling people how you feel because how they how they make you feel about yourself or? I think it's a cycle and it's a circle and one wouldn't be able to happen without the other one happening. So someone tells me something, I internalize it instead of speaking my truth or correcting it right then and there and let it become, plant that seed in my head from that thought that they said or whatever the fuck they said. Mm, And then it grows into a fucking tree with branches and each branch has leaves and each leaf has a whole bunch of other fucking thoughts in it. It creates a huge problem just because I wasn't able to have that communication with said loved one to let them know, I didn't like that you said that. I didn't like that you said my hair felt like Brillo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, just like random shit. This is where my brain goes, and this whole week has been just a whole bunch of fuck thoughts. So me learning to differentiate, is this how I really feel about myself? Is this my thought, or is this a projection that I hindered and fucking put away mad years ago that I never addressed, or is this how I really fucking feel about myself? Is this an accurate thing? Could it be be because you're afraid of the conflict that it may... might create within myself the whole situation maybe uh, telling the loved one how you truly feel and then they'll most of the time when you tell someone the truth about something then they tell you the truth about something 
So then it'll be like a back and forth thing, and from, uh, not all the time, but it can create conflict. So if something like that would create conflict. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like in my family, we didn't talk about feelings. There were no feelings to talk about. You're going to talk about depression. You're going to talk about anxiety. You're loca. I'm going to take you to, a, what is it, in 28 or some shit like that, and I'm going to yeah, cash I'm you in for some you money. <laughs> there you go, you see? I'm taking you to Bellevue. Right. And even my mom, she used to make this joke. She probably still does. My parents are fucking crazy. But they will sit there and say, um, oh, all I got to do is take you in and I get $50 for dropping you off. Like take, saying that they would take me to the to the psychiatric ward for fifty dollars. They gain money from dropping a crazy person off. They meant it as a joke, but still, it's like that's what you. Yeah. That's how you feel. <laughs> it's a, it's all about protecting the image. And it's not, it's not, and it's not even your image. It's the whole image. Like, oh, they they can't see the family like that. They can't see this family like that because of you. It's kind of the third. People are going to judge me and say there's something wrong with me because there's something fucked You need to work on that and it's not a third. Right, the judgments from the um, from the people who are actually supposed to care about you, not the image, but mm-hmm. you and your mental health and your physical being. Make sure that you're okay. Fuck the image, because the image is the outside. We don't worry about the outside. We take care of what's inside first. But a lot of people grew up on survival and not when, love. When you're when you're alone, I think it's it leans more towards that way. But with the family, it's more about the image of of a unit. It's not about yourself. It's the image about the unit. And if there's someone who's a bad seed, that's why they're they're always saying, "Oh, this person's the bad seed of the family." It's it's not about the family. They blame the person. That's the bad seed. Like when the family gets introduced, oh, this person's that, oh, they're so beautiful. Oh, don't worry about uh, Yemi over there in the corner by herself. She's like that because she's the bad seed. I mean, you know, yeah. what, whatever's negative in the family is pointed at you. So. That I think well, I just owned my entire life. Yeah. So now were you a bad seed because you were a bad seed? Because I was always told I was. Because he was always doing malicious shit, always behaving badly. I can't say never. But I wasn't like, that's one thing my mom, probably the only thing my mom would ever credit me for is that I was not a misbehaved child. I I didn't cause trauma. I didn't cause 
I meant to say trouble. I didn't cause trouble. What was, what was, what was different about you? What you mean? Like what, what you like mean? What was it, like what was it that there's always, there's only when it comes to the bad seed of the family, there's always something that everyone collectively agrees that, yo, we do not fucking like when this person does this or does that. But I'm the one with the mouth. I saw you was, okay. So, I've yeah. always been the one to go off at the mouth or call people out or, I mean, you know what's crazy? I haven't done that shit in so many years because I felt like I lost myself. Sometimes I'm tagged on things that I've said in the past and I'm like, yo, I was really that fucking bitch. Like, and that made me feel good. That was like my ego self. Like, I guess you my did, highest. I don't, yeah. I don't. I don't think you you lost yourself. You say you feel sometimes you lost yourself because of Hell that. Oh yeah, what? No. I listen. I second guess myself so fucking much to the point that sometimes I can't even make a decision, and that causes my anxiety. Before I, whatever thought came to my mind, I was doing that. That's it. And now, and now, you know, it takes time to, to process things that there's right between wrong and you're hesitant and you're not going to be as jumpy jumping into certain conclusions and, and say the first thing that comes out of this. not you know, even when your I head doing the that? first thing that comes out of, out of your ass sometimes <laughs> that offends people <laughs> yo you know yo. what caused me to change that was Adele I just realized that yeah you've you've, you've matured now so you're more aware of you, you're thinking about your response now. And most of the time, it's like, you know what, let me keep it moving because at the end of the day, if you bark, where the fuck does it take you? What, what positive comes from it when you, when you put yourself in that situation? If there's no positive coming from it, why, why put yourself in that situation? So your mind... Basically, I believe, you know, it, it's triggered itself to chill. Like, you know what? I'm not getting shit good from it. Let me just chill. I'm just going to give people a fucking look. They're going to know my look, and that's and it's a wrap. Contemplating. Yeah, I'm always fucking contemplating. <laughs> and then the fucking edible hit, so I'm just like swimming in my thoughts right now. Um, I think I think we should bring Tamika in. She said she restarted her phone or some shit. It's getting some system update. Uh.
That was 30 minutes ago. Well, you forgot about me. You guys forgot about me. Did you hear her? <laughs> oh, right before you came on, there was a fucking spider. Were you there when, she, when the spider came back? No. I, oh. I think I, I showed up when she was like at the end, end tail of it. She has a fucking raid, an automatic raid, like outdoor raid thing, industrial. Yeah. So I was like, raid don't fucking work on spiders. She's like, well, I got the, the industrial raid and it's it's battery operator. I said, I think she said battery operator. Automatic. She said it was automatic. <laughs> I think her phone is off. Or she might be restarting it because it's only, I don't think the message went through. Um, but she, she said got she got it. She killed it. Guns in front of the crib for spiders. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about triggers and fucking traumas from all these insects and how Adele was traumatized by ants from my last apartment. And did they uh, bite her? No, they didn't, but. I don't know. Right, did you by by any chance did you freak in front of her? Absolutely. But to be fair, it was colonies of ants. And this was when I just moved in there. Well, it wasn't just moved in there. But it was getting warm. So remember, I used to live between the first floor and the ground floor. So the, that was in the ground. When I tell you I had to pull my bed away from the walls at night because they were crawling to the fucking bed. Like, I would wake up to, like, shake everything off just to make sure, like, traumatizing. And Adele has coily hair. So whenever I would bathe her or something, sometimes her hair would, like, you know, shed little bits. She would see one of her little fucking hairs floating on the water and cry her ass off that if you were walking in front of the house, you would think a child was getting murdered. Mm. So, yeah, right. She has a ratnophobia. That's all. She might that's have crazy. a lot of fucking phobias with ants and fucking flies. Yo, when she sees a fly, forget about it. Oh my god. Because that's another thing they used to. You know, I don't even want to think about it. It's too much. <laughs> But we were talking about that because Tamika had, we were talking and I don't even think 30 minutes into the conversation, here comes Mr. Spidey from the exact location that they came out from the last time we were on a conversation. She said it was the same spider and it came out from the exact location as the last time. So we were all like Sitting on that for a while. The, is the same spider. I don't think it was the same spider. How are you going to tell her? That's what she said? How you... <laughs> Richard. How are you going to know if it's the same spider or not from New York? Tell me, because I want to know. The from the last podcast, I don't think how spiders 
have that long of a lifespan. It was probably a what? different fighter. I don't, I don't you think are, I'll stop. You know where I'm going right now. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have yeah. <laughs> With the lifespan of a house fighter. <laughs> I don't think it's that long. I, I don't think, think it's funny. that long. I mean, the, the spiders in California are different. Like, they, they look like fucking tarantulas. Right. So. <laughs> she, she's dealing with Tarant. She ain't dealing with New York house spiders. She's dealing with you are bugging. Common tarantula. house spiders on average live for about one year. This all depends on the species, though, as some can live to be around seven years old. There are seven. There are even some types that can live up to thirty years. What the fuck does that say? Three days, Richard. Wow. I don't know if you're confusing spiders I with roaches, I, but they I both disgusting. I didn't say, I didn't say three days, though. <laughs> what did you say? I, I was like a couple... Uh, I don't even remember now what that was. But. No, they were really... But damn, that long? Shit. She the said what the from the Hold same on. exact location as the last time. Uh, but for you to have a spider that long in your in your crib, like what, you, what that mean? You, what you feeding them? <laughs> <laughs> to, to chill in the crib like that. They just chilling, rent free for seven years. You just seen the same spider for seven years. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we don't know all the critters we have living in our walls. What are you even talking about? You made it sound like a pet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that happened to me before though with the with the mice. Don't do that. I don't have... do that. Please don't. Oh God, I'm already fucking looking around. <laughs> That's not funny. Oh man, I, I turned the house mice into a damn pet. I can't oh, believe it. Hell no, this motherfucker. That's mm mm. Nope. Oh god. Have you ever been stuck in a train with one? With a rat. Mm hmm. Rats don't mean I'm not really bothered by rats. Richard, what the fuck are you even? Like, like snakes, snakes, like they creep me out. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, like really, like I, I I could be walking down the street and like you know how sometimes you see a rat run by people. And they freak out. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I just, I just keep it moving. You know what's... Yo, I'll, okay. pro- I'll probably stop and be like, oh, shit, because, you know, it came out of nowhere and it startled. It startled. Startled me. But, yeah. That just fucked me up, because when I'm in the street, sometimes I just wear a mask, right? And I don't mean a COVID-19 mask. I mean, like, I put on a face. Right? 
So when I'm, cause you'll never catch me scared in the streets. I don't know why I do not show any fucking type of fear in the streets. I have to look thug life all the time. Mm-hmm. So 125th Street in the East Side. You know the rats that they be piled up in. Well, I guess downtown is the same way, right? Yeah. Well, technically, the lower you are, the more there are, right? Rats in the city. Uh, by by the water lines. Oh. Anyways. They would be so fucking packed at like two and three o'clock in the morning because the streets are fucking dead quiet, but then that's when all the rats are out. The whole point of me saying that is that I could be walking down the street in Harlem for some fucking strange reason, and it's even me by myself walking down the street. It's not even other people, and I'm still stone cold, acting like I'm not shitting bricks, knowing that they're all around me. That shit, oh my god, I got my palms sweating. Yeah, this there's, there's certain insects that like creep me out. There's there's certain animals that if you belong near me, I'll freak out. Oh no, not no fucking rats or snakes. Lord Jesus, no. I don't until, think Tamika come back. Not until like the age of eleven, I was like terrified of dogs. Terrified. You can't bring a dog near me. Damn. A Chihuahua. Not. No, Chihuahua. It didn't, assholes. It didn't matter how big, how small the dog was. You could not bring a dog near me. You said they bit you. One bit you. Well, I was just always, yeah, I, I've been bit a couple of times, but I was just always afraid. Before I got bit, I was afraid of them. What about cats? Love cats, but I'm allergic. Like I could get hospitalized if I'm if I'm not on medication, like allergy medication. And I have, and I'm like in a room with a cat for maybe an hour. I would have to go to the hospital after that. Wow. Allergies is crazy, but I love them. Every time I go, my uncle has a cat. Every time I go to my uncle's house, I make sure I take my Claritin. Like a half hour later, I'm there and just chilling his crib the whole time. The cat doesn't bother me. I always hated cats because I always thought they were assholes. <laughs> they are. His cat is an asshole. But then it's, it's crazy because the older I got, the more I relate to them. But I always loved dogs. Yeah, I love I love dogs now. I just when I was younger, I was terrified of them. She said this 
phone shit is pissing me off. My phone shut down, did a system update, and still says check the internet connection. Damn, and she restarted her router, I think. Another animal I love that's crazy that people bug out. I want to get a damn turtle. <laughs> Go to fucking Chinatown. They got them shits for like five dollars. Did I show you my sister's? I did show you my sister's. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man, I love turtles. I call my mother Ninja Turtle. They stink. I mean, they're water stinks. I know it's supposed to be changed frequently, but it's still fucking stinks. Yeah, you're so, yeah. You're supposed to make sure it's too. I had two turtles when I was younger. You know what my first pet was? A freaking duck. A duck? A little duck. A little baby duck. My uncle got it. I don't fucking know from where. But he had one for him when he lived here in the Bronx. And then he gave one to me and my sisters. I was five. And I was still living in Washington Heights. And she, we fucking had that shit for like three weeks. I was about to say that you like people, like. Maybe so. it was a month that we had him. We had him for a while, but he, his, he, maintaining him was, ducks are not made for apartments. Um. And I remember my mom donated him or gave him to, there was this super, a couple buildings from us who lived a couple buildings down from us. And he gave it to him. Next thing I hear, his dog, which was a Rottweiler, bit the turtle's neck. I mean, the, the duck's neck and killed it. Hmm. I was five and I remember this shit. But I think they told me about the dog biting. No, they definitely told me that the dog bit. We named the duck Cookie. I don't know why the fuck I said that. It's great. My my cousin, I, I was having a conversation with my cousin a couple of days ago, and uh, he had brought up a story how when he went on vacation to Puerto Rico, when his mother went down there when he was a little kid. Um, our grandfather was like, um, you know, take care of the chicken while you're here. I need you to take care of the chicken. You know, feed feed the chicken, make the chicken your friend. And my cousin was like, for two weeks, cuz, I took care of this chicken. He became my best friend in Puerto Rico. I would wake up every morning and talk to him and play with him. And then one day, Grandpa takes him from my hands because I'm playing with him. Grandpa takes him from my hands chops his fucking head off. Oh my god, <laughs> the trauma. 
And I was like, no way. He's and he started sounding emotional as he as he's telling me. Please tell me, Richard, that you weren't laughing. I was like, yo, that's crazy. No, at first I laughed because he when he told when he said grandpa took it from my hand. And chopped his damn head off. I started laughing. I was like, "What the fuck?" I said, "Wait a minute, he gave you." That's I was so like, he gave you I was like, "He gave you something to take care of, and then he killed it in front of you." Yeah, that sounds like grandpa. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, he's like, man, I don't even know why the hell I thought about this shit, man. Like talking to you, I just felt like talking about that damn chicken. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. So it is funny how you just got to tell me about a duck. I hope the bird don't shit on me tomorrow. What? I said I hope a pigeon doesn't shit on me tomorrow. Well, I heard that's a good luck. We'll see. I sent her another. Can y'all stay on after I go to sleep or no? Huh? I sent her the link again. Yeah, but as a kid, I give you look. Oh, man. I can't even imagine. Actually, like, yeah, I, I had a, a hamster. My sisters and I had a hamster. We had two hamsters. Alvin and Fluffy. And Alvin was like our favorite hamster. He got sick. I think my sister put um, cotton balls, my baby sister, I think she put cotton balls in the cage. And I'll put them in his mouth. So, like, the saliva made the cotton, like, puff up in his, in his cheeks. And he couldn't get them out. So he was suffocating. Wow. Yeah. And my, and my dad put him in a, in a freaking, wow. Mm? That's crazy. No, I'm thinking about it, and now that's like crazy. But my dad put them in the pickle, put put the hamster in the pickle jar, filled it up with water, so he could like drown, like suffocate faster. Oh my god! And we saw that, like we watched that happen. Sisters and I. That's traumatizing, Richard. It's quiet. <laughs> it got quiet. It's just traumatizing. Like it reminds me of serial killers. Serial killers do stuff like that. They light fires, they start fires, they kill animals, they torture humans. Well, I, I've witnessed I've witnessed this oh man. 
I told my my friend, I said, yo, like your brother, like <laughs> you need to like look into that. Cause his brother, my boy's brother, he would like hurt animals. Like any animal that would be near him, he would hurt them. If he saw like a stray dog, he would like go after the stray dog and try to hurt it. Oh like he God. would literally chase the dog down the street. And if the dog didn't run, he was usually always like beating on the door. He'd kick it. Do you like serial killer shows? If I like serial killer shows, yeah. nah. Nah. Like like investigation shows, like they trying to find I like shows like that, like about serial killers and the process of uh, the investigation and what they went through to to finally catch the person. Oh, like um, Law and Order. Are you talking about like TV shows or documentaries? I was talking about Mind Hunters on Netflix. Mind Hunters. I don't think I've seen that one. It sounds like something you like. That's what I asked. It was a good show. That's why. I, I don't know if they came out with more seasons. I think they only have one or two, but it's really, really good. Yeah, really, I don't know. The, there's a switch that happened that I just don't watch television anymore. This television has been on maybe five hours within the month. I just started watching. I was catching up to This Is Us. That's why my brain was like a little bit better today. Kind of, not really, but I was watching This Is Us. And that shit is emotional as fuck. It's so relatable, though. Every show that I watch has something to do with traumas. Or, like, everyday shit. You want to be aware of it. The shit that they usually have that's bad in them, like you see it in real life. So like when you see it on, on the show or something, yeah. the minute you step outside and you see that coming from someone, you know immediately, like, yep. Gotta stay away from that person. Give me a sec. I gotta, I gotta check on sec. Give me a sec.
Jesus Christ. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have absence on? Oh, I can't I can't fit in my, my tub. <laughs> my tub is tiny. The only thing I, I, I can do is like sit down in it. Yeah, it's, it's more I can't like lay back and chill and just relax, you know. You don't have um Tiger's bomb? Yeah, I was using um What's the name of it? Where is it? I see. I think it's Dragon something. I think I left it in the in the room. I gotta get this. to call it a night. All right. Because I, I was getting my my meds together over here. Why are they kicking in? Hmm? I said mine are kicking in, so I'm asleep till five. God, I'll catch y'all. I'll catch y'all later. All right. Good night. All right, good night.